All right. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Refined Taste with Dario and Chris. I'm Dario. I'm Chris. What's up, Chris? How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Good, man. This is episode 33, uh, and we are joined live today with Kat and Rob, a.k.a. Kebab, a.k.a. Bobcat (laughs) of Happy Gut Sanctuary. How you guys doing? Good. I'm good. Stay off. Enjoy. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I see you have your little sanctuary there. (laughs) Yeah. My home sanctuary. That's awesome. Um, Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we um we visited you. Chris and I visited you on what was that Saturday afternoon? Saturday. Yeah, at your spot uh, at the Hungerford Building, a uh, really cool spot there. Uh, we drank a bunch of fermented teas. Um, I can't remember which one I bought. Honestly, uh, I remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. nice. Thank you. I didn't remember the name. But I liked a lot of them, so it was tough. That's what I said. I was like, "What do I decide on?" <laughs> um, but it's a really—it's the first time I visited, so it was—it uh, was really cool, and uh, I appreciated like trying all those. We took a little flight. Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was great. Plus the tea For- egg. Yes. Yeah, that's something uh, I never did. That was pretty cool. I know that was cool. <laughs> Um, Chris, you're a regular over there, right? I am now. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. So I got the, is it Tara or Tara? The growler. I think it's pronounced Tara. Tara. The the R is like a, almost like an L. Okay. So it's a rolled R. Yeah. So, so that one we had, um, Naraj of happy earth tea name, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, a lot of our original, well, all of our original teas came from Happy Earth Tea. So okay. There's like a whole story behind the tea that we use for Tata, but uh, yeah, we asked him to name that one for us. Nice. Yeah, yeah that one's, uh, I think that one's my favorite, like at least this week. <laughs> this week, yeah. yeah. It changes it with changes. the mood. Yeah, it definitely it changes with does. the weather. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, you can't do whiskey every day. Sometimes you got to switch it up. Yeah, combo breaker. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, so you guys, you kind of have a partnership with Happy or Tea? Well, is that what you'd call it? I don't know if it's partnership, but it's definitely symbiotic. Like, yeah, Mirage has a lot of knowledge and is access to like the type of teas help us greatly. And, um, you know, we help each other. He's, he sells us tea. We use his tea. He sells our product, which also sells his tea. And we talk about his stuff, talks about mm-hmm. our stuff, and it just becomes uh, a loop. Yeah. His teas actually were the reasons why we ferment the way we ferment now for Happy Gut versus um, from our home fermenting days. Uh, so, yeah, his, his teas are, are phenomenal. They're... <laughs> They're, they're more, they're higher quality teas that are meant to just be like steeped and enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was a little scary when we went to him and said that, you know, we want to source your teas to ferment and make kombucha. Um, but he was all for it. He was so excited for it. So we had his was- he didn't throw you out. Like, get out. Do you understand the history of this tea? <laughs> uh, yeah, but that is one thing we did was try to respect the tea. It's not like mm-hmm. we just wanted to go out and say, I was just going to pick any green tea or any of that, right. which is also part of the naming convention we went with as uh, the naming conventions, folklore, deities, or myths related to the region of the tea. And uh, Kat's background being in third wave coffee, she understands, you know, coffee grown in one area is going to taste different than the other. And the same goes. Mm-hmm. For me. Right. Um, tell us a little about you. You kind of alluded to it, but how you you started um, fermenting at home and how it's kind of progressed to what you're doing now. You can go. Okay. 
So <laughs> we serve fermenting at home as a means of uh, trying to improve our, our diet. Um, so Rob has... Can I announce it to the how we introduced himself like when I came into the shop. So yeah, it's like <laughs> Yeah, because I didn't tell you like what what's it been like 10 years before. Right. Chris, <laughs> I am Rob. I have IBS. <laughs> so, so when we first met, um, he was just recently diagnosed with with IBS. And um he was told to basically take uh, this pill called Imodium for the rest of his life, which does the the opposite of what his gut wants to do, which is just to just flush the system. Yeah. So, and and I saw how uncomfortable it made him every time. You know, we went out. It was like certain foods he couldn't eat, or it would instantly trigger something. And but then he would be backed up, and it would be another sort of like serious discomfort. So I was like, you know, like we should really look at our diet and see what we can change with what we're eating to, to maybe alleviate some of that. Um, so I want to point out if you take a modium, it gives you the side effect of feeling like you're hungover by actually having the fun of drinking. That, so, that sounds horrible. That is just not good. So you're yeah. like super dehydrated and you're hungover with it. Mm. Yeah. Uh. So that's his part now she's like this doesn't this isn't not gonna work. fly like it mm. you know if we if we go vacationing he's not fully enjoying all of that um and the scenery and 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 so it was it was it made me really sad um so we he had already been drinking kombucha before and so i was like what if we actually made enough so that you can drink uh you know a glass or two every day so it initially was like a cost thing, but also like, curiosity. I just, yeah, curiosity. I like to teach myself how to do things that I can do myself. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and like knowing how, I think I like knowing how food is made that I'm going to eat myself just to know what all goes into it. Uh, and also, you know, like I want to give them the best. So we kind of broke apart. Uh, what oh, that's so is. nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if nothing else, right? Like, like happy gut really started with his gut. Um, so we it was an unhappy gut at first. Oh, very, very happy angry. Gut. It was ironic at first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it started out with you know going through honestly our our kitchen and and pulling out all the teas that I had hidden everywhere. Um, so they were just the little little uh, bagged teas. And we did it the way where you ferment whatever teas you want. And then you added, you know, the fruits, the juices, the flavors, you do it's like a round of fermentation. And then, and then that's mm-hmm. your end product of kombucha. Yeah. That's the modern take is the second ferment. Yeah. So when we ran out of, of teas around the house, um, I was actually working at Jolene at the time and we were serving happy earth tea. So I was, and I had met Naraj um, in the cafe. So I was like, you know, we're out of teas. Like I've heard of um, Happy RC being really, really awesome. So we should, we should pop in and see what he has and, and maybe try some of his teas out. Um, and that kind of really blew He said, uh, he's like, you're not going to do any fermenting, right? <laughs> <laughs> Funny story though is that uh, Naraj has had a lot of kombuchas and I feel bad for him. Because a lot of them, like, most people will expect kombucha to be like super vinegary, and uh, yeah, I think a lot of his customers bring their homebrews in to let him try. He was telling us, oh, really? back. yeah, they're forcing them to hey, try it. <laughs> <laughs> so he like he knew what kombucha was, and he was kind of like, okay. Sorry, that's All Gracie right. in the background. If you, <laughs> oh, that's fine. You see me lean <laughs> over. Gracie's hydrating. <laughs> trying to keep her from grunting. No, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, so our first experience using a higher quality tea, loose leaf tea, um, was, you know, we, we had fermented enough at that point that we knew, okay, we're doing one gallon batches, and this is a recipe. It should take X days, 10 to 14 days for it to be done. <laughs> and, uh, and so we fermented, uh, what is it, his Andean... 
um, premiere. So it's a black tea from uh, the Andes. And, you know, 10, 10 days hit, and we're tasting it. And we're like, it's still really sweet. And then a couple of days go by, we're tasting it. And I'm like, this is still really sweet. And so I think we let it sit for like a month. month and yeah. then we finally realized, I was like, maybe this is just the, the complexity of the tea where it's not sweet like it's sugar, but it's just the depth of that tea that comes through and mm-hmm. that sweetness. So I was like, oh my gosh, okay. And then when we decided that it was done fermenting, I was like, Rob, what do we add to this for a second fermentation? Like yeah. what, what flavor do you want to like ferment this with? And we both agreed that like it was perfect the way it was it doesn't like fruit no juices um so that was like the gateway to to using like looking for different single origin teas and right like higher quality teas and then we went mad with trying out all the teas to see what happens and that's pretty much the crazy thing is like you can pick a very fancy expensive tea um and they can ferment and like not taste like much yeah mm. so it's like you you never know until you put it through the fermentation you taste it and um so we've like invested in in like very expensive you know single origin small small lot teas and we're just like there's nothing going on this is this is yeah. better reserved for you know just just steeping and enjoying yeah. um mm-hmm. like gong fu style or whatever yeah, um, right but yeah, we're always, we have a stash of teas to, on hand to just always like experiment and figure out if, if it's a good match with fermentation. Yeah. Cause you literally don't know until you ferment it. Right. Sounds like fun. It is. <laughs> you just never know. It's like, it's like, what's, what's the, I don't know. What, what's been like a, like an unexpected one that you thought, I mean, like this is going to stink. And then it's, it was really good. Kyra, <laughs> the tropical flavored one. It well, I had steep. It tastes like because it's Kyra's based on this uh, is the green tea and the pineapple papaya. Um, of yeah, it's one yeah. of our it's one of our most popular flavors that we've had since we um, opened. Yeah. Um, what people don't realize, at, at least to us, like um, just as a steep tea, the corn flour comes out like it tastes. It overtakes it to taste like lavender, like green tea with lavender in it. Yeah. So if you're not into like lavender in your tea or your food, it's almost like soapy or perfumey. Yeah. It doesn't... That floral kind of flavor. Yeah. yeah. Grandma's yeah. house flavor. <laughs> <laughs> but once we ferment it and taste it, it's not even comparable. It just blew your mind. Yeah. Then, um, really? We were bottle conditioning it. We turned it into champagne, basically. So every time it popped it, it just exploded. Yeah. Wow. So it had a, like a higher level of carbonation, or just the the well, bubbles. When you car- when you bottle condition, you just store all the carbonation. But it just came out really nice. Yeah. Huh. I think that one has a little bit more sugar because of the dried pineapple bits in there. Um, so that definitely got the the natural carbonation going a little bit more. Okay. Nice. Sugar. <laughs> yeah. We uh we mentioned it before but we um you had uh tea eggs. Yes. At um at your Happy Gut Sanctuary on Saturday and we ate some. Um I posted a little uh little piece about them. Yeah. Uh, I just stole that from Wikipedia, but was that pretty accurate? Did yeah. you see that? Okay. Yeah. So I, I was born in Taiwan, um, which is a little island off of um, China. Uh, so that tea eggs are, are very, um, they're like on every street corner. They're, they're like a very fast um, on the go type of food. Uh, so it's like a little a little piece of home but I've come to find out that like Hong Kong has their own version and China has their own version with different spices you can so my recipe I don't make it with soy sauce but a lot of the recipes you can add soy sauce to for like uh, another type of flavor Mm. Um, so yeah there are different different variations but like a little piece of home I want to share with Rochester yeah no that's cool so what what's the process that goes into that 
so it's 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 literally like hard-boiled egg in a tea marinade so you're you're flavoring um the liquid with uh sugar and salt um and tea and we actually use uh tea from happy earth for that too um and and the plan is down the road like we would switch up what teas i use to flavor uh the batches with so mm -hmm. right now we're using a uh, darjeeling uh breakfast tea from happy earth um yeah and then you add black cardamom um couple other spices anise nothing crazy like every time i say tx people kind of <laughs> like freak out like oh i don't i don't know how i feel about that it's like just just think spiced hard-boiled eggs that's it i mean pretty much yeah like of all the things to be skittish about it's like well it's hard-boiled but it's in tea this time like what can go wrong especially like like every like literally dunk eggs in some sort of weird artificial coloring goo for Easter. Yeah. Oh, at least he's <laughs> okay with that. Not okay. Yeah, with they're that. fine with that. But something that's already edible put into something else that's already edible. Incredible I'm edible. Yeah. <laughs> I um. Well, it, I mean, they're a little freaky. They do have like veins. So yeah, it's like the marble. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you when you crack the shell, it makes a little you know it looks like a little piece of like cracked porcelain yeah which made me want to eat it more <laughs> i thought a velociraptor was going to come out of it though <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was hoping i just want a velociraptor <laughs> t-raptor i'm with it yeah t-raptor there you go <laughs> Yeah, no, that was really cool because that's like, you know, obviously something that you don't have every day. So that's a it's a cool experience. Um, how long have you guys been at uh, Hungerford? Since November, late November. Yeah, we, I think, moved in After during the. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think the week of Thanksgiving is when we like we're moving the majority of our, our shop over and then we opened the first week of December. Nice. So we oh. haven't been there very long. No. Okay. Yeah. But we've been loving it there though. So it was a really good move for us. It was scary, but it was, it was a good move. Sure. Yeah. So people, people that were following you on park Ave and everything that they followed you over there. Yeah. All of, I mean, so when the pandemic happened um, and like uh, basically the entirety of Rochester shut down last March, we made the call to close our storefront because our park app space was so tiny. Mm -hmm. um, and so we created a subscription program um, to kind of offer, still offer our, our products to at least our regulars um, at a, uh, a slight discount because you know people were losing their jobs and i was just like this is we got to figure this out to make it more accessible especially for our regulars like they've been supporting us this whole time so we did um contactless deliveries um so when we reopened in the new space i was we were surprised to see that we did grow in basically all of 2020 that we remain closed the storefront because our big thing is you can come in and like you know we have eight flavors on tap you can try every single one of them and figure mm -hmm. out like what you like what you don't like and we can like talk about it so it was really nice to see that when we reopened at the Hungerford that we we did grow and um, new people were coming in they're like oh yeah we got your stuff through you know leaf or we got your stuff through bulas or just juice and so mm -hmm. it was it made me feel really good to like know that we still grew through the crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, yeah, your bottles are out there and uh, it seems like um, whenever they hit the shelves, you know, whether it, yeah, you mentioned Ugly Duck and Vula's yeah. shout out to past guests, friends of the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, they always post about it. It seems like people, there's an excitement around it. So that, that's awesome. Um that you have like that following that's loyal. Our, our wholesalers to our wholesale vendors have been Super really supportive. awesome. Yeah. 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 Right. Crazy. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, no, like Ugly Duck, especially to Rory, has just been the biggest support through all of this. Um, yeah, even now that we're in the Hungerford, he's still like us getting our coffee program up and running. He's been super helpful. So, yeah, Rory's good people. I'm not saying that because my roommates work for him. It's like he's. Definitely. I mean, your roommates are also good people. Yeah, so. they are. <laughs> They're all right. Yeah. <laughs> You're on camera. <laughs> I hope they're not watching. <laughs> they don't want to. They're not in show. the other room. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, mentioned the coffee uh, program there. Uh, can you tell us about that a little bit? Mm-hmm. Um. So we've always, from the get go we've had this plan for happy gut. Um, honestly, we were limited by what kind of space we could find um, to get started. And we were very lucky to have found 113 Park Ave. Um, but we always wanted to eventually also offer coffee. Um, before we started happy gut, I was planning on a career in specialty coffee. So um, I worked at Java's, I worked at Joe Bean, a couple of other coffee shops in between. Um, so yeah, and I had actually invested in, in a little uh, GS3, the espresso machine, mm-hmm. um, just for ourselves, but also like in case down the road, like I want to do a little coffee cart or something, you yeah. know, like I knew that machine could handle um, the traffic. Yeah, we're, so. we joked about uh, a little little coffee car she drove around. Just pull up at like a, a little tricycle. Something. The ice cream people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah those, have, like, those tricycles are so cool. The yeah. trikes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now that we found the the Hungerford space, it's like way more space than like all of our plans from day one can now be like realized and executed. Um, You need more counter space. That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen our old one? Actually, our our old bar at Park Ave is now uh, that like little counter space that had all the the hoodies and the merchandise and, Mm -hmm. and like stuff from local artists. Um, Yeah, that's our old bar. That's all we uh, have. That's right. Fantastic. Yeah, that's like uh, our apartment in Brooklyn. We yeah. we had to decide between like a blender and a coffee machine. Or, you know, <laughs> you, you can't have both. You can't have both. Yeah. And you got a mini fridge, not a full-size fridge, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. Not enough counter. There's <laughs> no counter space in Brooklyn, Chris. You know that. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I've been to many of Brooklyn apartments. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of make it up. It's like, yeah. do you want a coffee table or a coffee maker? Like, yes, can't have both. So you, oh. Chris, you had uh, what was that that you had the other day? The Earl. Um, Did I have the Earl chocolate? Yeah, the Earl. No, no, wait. I had the London fog. fog. London oh, fog. Kidding. Yes, yes. Yeah. So London fog is delicious. It's it's. Earl Grey, correct me if I'm wrong, Earl Grey, a little bit of vanilla, and then, um, well, I had oat milk with it, and it's, like, steeped and then steamed, and it's just, like, it's almost like uh, if tea were a cappuccino, (laughs) if that makes any sense. That's a good way of describing it. Oh, yeah, let's trademark that. It's that, like, nice, like, warm, cozy feeling without any, like, coffee in it. Right, yeah. It's like it doesn't have the bite, but you, but it's still Earl Grey tea. So, you yeah. know, you can pretend you're Captain Picard, which is why people get it. Is it? That's just, <laughs> yeah. That's what he, this is what he always drank Earl Grey tea, Earl Grey. That's what mm. you get on the holiday. <laughs> okay, I guess nobody else watches Star Wars, Star Trek, Star Trek. <laughs> If my brother was here, he, he, could, go he could talk about all this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah. So you're doing some different things with the coffee then, right? So you're incorporating tea into some of the drinks as well. Yeah. Um, right now, I don't know why we're just doing a lot uh, with Earl Grey. We honestly, I love the Earl Grey tea that we use for our, um, the Earl, which is one of our uh, fermented tea flavors. Um, but also like it carries through so nicely with the ganache that Red Horse Bakery makes for us for, for our little Earl chocolate. Mm. Uh, mm. And like the, the notes are just so prominent that, I don't know, I love playing with it. That's, that's been like my one tea that keeps screaming out at me, but I would love to like, you know, work with other teas and, and come up with new recipes for the All right, well, coffee. Teas, if you're watching, uh, reach out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would, we, would mean, love to have, work with you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We have, we have such you a huge number. We just love tasting everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wide range. Yeah, I had mentioned uh, on Saturday, my, my wife, is she's Scottish and uh, tea is a big deal, you know, mm-hmm. as a British thing, but they're constantly trying to push it on me. I never really got into it. I like tea a little bit, but yeah. You should, you should come in maybe when it warms up a little bit because I, I have other things I want to introduce to the bar. Oh, It'll right. be more of like an Asian flair though, but it's still tea. I'm into I'm into Asian flair. Also, didn't didn't Europe like take tea from Asia in the first place? I think it came. Most of it came from China. Yeah. Yeah. See? yeah the English. Let's face it. The English were terrible. Imperialism. Yeah. India too is for their tea. Oh yeah. 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 Exactly. So. That's right. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm all Chris, for it. Um, you have uh, some of Happy Guts fermented teas to drink. Well, tell us about that as well. Am I ready we for this? We open it. We uh, wanted yeah. to be surprised. Sealed. Crack it open. Taste it. Smell it first. Yeah. <laughs> as we do this, Rob, tell tell the people what this is. Ooh. It's so oh, it's smoky. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure this is tea? Because tea. I mean, I don't mind getting lit on a Monday, but are you just gonna drink it right out of here? Yeah, just drink it right out of there. Let me know. Oh, was, okay. I'll I'll take a swing. <laughs> then I'll turn my camera. Smell it from the bottle. You can just you can just drink it from the yeah. What is that? That's amazing. What's it taste like? It's it tastes. It tastes smoky. It almost tastes right. like a mellowed out scotch. <laughs> like, I don't know what yeah. Like, That's all the like for. Yeah. I What's in it? Scotch or whiskey. It's, uh, it's Lopsang black tea. It's a really smoky tea that mm-hmm. uh, literally has its own like legend to it. So it's like really, really lengthy, but they purposely smoke the tea itself. And I, think the that's standard is pine needles that's where you got that smokiness from wow mm-hmm. but um, the legend is basically uh way back in in china uh villages used to get raided by bandits all the time and they'll tax the village to say hey give me give me this much or we're gonna just take it all um mm-hmm. so there's a there was a small town where uh owner owned a tea estate and he actually employed most of the villages or villagers sorry so the bandits would ask for their, their uh, I, I guess, bribe or payment, right? And they, wouldn't, they couldn't wait for the harvest to occur. So what would happen is they would, the, the village tea owner would sell it to the Dutch. Uh, and this was just, mm-hmm. a, this was a black tea that they would sell to the Dutch for whatever. But since the bandits raided it early, and they set the village on fire and like destroyed like a good portion of the tea. Uh, they still had to sell what they had left. And right. They, they burnt things down. So smoke naturally went in and hit the tea. So they didn't say a word to the Dutch when they handed it off and they tried it. The Dutch tried it and they said, this is the greatest thing ever. I want to buy it. And that's where the legend started 
where <laughs> this is like the short term, <laughs> really late. Yeah, yeah. You know, basically, you know, band is burnt down a tea estate. They still had to make money. They sold the burnt tea just to see what happened. And, uh, and Dutch it. fell for it. Yeah. So it, uh, it took some destroyed property to discover this. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That's fine. Get one over on the round eyes. I'm with it. Oh, that's good. I like it. Oh, man, the smokiness is unbelievable. Yeah, Honestly. really. It's fitting that it's like in a little like flask glass. Like, it's yeah. Perfect. So uh, my first year with Cat, we developed our traditional teas. That's like the original flavors. And the second year... Uh, we created a medicinal line, which started out with the flasks with uh, very specific teas that are uh, towards like notorious, notorious for self-healing, like uh, echinacea or mm-hmm. uh, valerian root for sleep and uh, a few others like the, uh, the hemp flower ones for CBD related things. But uh, the third year I'm running a temperance line, which is fake alcohol. It's alcohol that's non-alcoholic. So that's that's one that I'm releasing after I get my my labels out. We got a brand new label coming out just for that line. You have a name for it yet? That one I think is really hard to change, and it's like everything is based on or, or like mythology and lore. And Lopsang is just the name itself is um, strong and like well known, and it, it's got its own legend to it. So it's really hard to, to top it, other than uh, just call it Scotch, you know. <laughs> right <laughs> definitely no that's great it's really cool and i I love like the pack like are you gonna do it like this or no yeah it's gonna be yeah. in that bottle uh the label I'll, I'll let you guys in on it as soon as i get it cool yeah no i like that whole idea um yeah. that's like old timey I, I can only imagine like the oregon trail you go yeah. in that store and you get like yeah, those yeah, little yeah. vials yeah we'll get dysentery that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta go ford the river. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I like that a lot. So, when, when should we look out for those? Uh soon, real soon. A couple of weeks. It's closer to summer, I think. Yeah, I got a, quite a few flavors and a couple more that I want to test out. But I'll let you guys in on it before I release them. Cool. Well, we're looking forward well, to that. We're ready. We'll be ready. All right. <laughs> that's right. Um, what I told you on Saturdays, you know, Chris and I, we, we've had, uh, kombucha before and different from different places. I, I gotta tell you, yours is, it's great. Uh, Thank you. I, I, I get kind of, I get really turned off by like vinegar smell. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Does that make me different? But, uh, <laughs> no, no. I think, but, I think um, that's, that's the thing for a lot, a lot of people. people. Yeah. Who, like, right. the kombucha. Yeah. But the yours doesn't even. There's no nose to it. That it doesn't. It doesn't get me. So, I say uh, turned on, Chris. I'm I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> it's very exciting. So I I love your stuff. But we'll be definitely returning, Chris. You're already going back. I know. It's, I'll be there. I'll probably to... be there this week. Yeah. <laughs> Daria, did your wife get to try the the growler yet? She did. She liked it a lot. Yeah. And she said she thought the same thing. No, no, Uh, I don't. I don't have any private. (laughs) It's it's keeping it upstairs. (laughs) We actually have customers that come in that are couples and they keep like a his and hers. Keep it separate. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hey, sometimes it's got to be like that. No, What's, what's mine is hers. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. What is there anything else coming up that we should know about uh, coming to Happy Gut? I know that uh, the Hungerford is going to have. Oh, so um, now that we're in the Hungerford building, so I didn't realize that this um wasn't common knowledge for a lot of Rochester. So the Hungerford building is known to house um, a lot of local artists and creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to be known for uh, first Fridays and second Saturdays mm-hmm. where um, all the artists or, or the majority of the artists open their um, studios. Yeah. yeah. would open up their studios and, and like you can walk through and explore and, mm-hmm. and 
meet different um, local artists. So that hasn't been a thing um, since COVID, uh, but they're going to get it back going in May. So awesome. that'll be exciting. Um, we're That's still great news. Hoping, yeah. yeah. Um, we're still hoping to get like an, an outdoor market going too, in conjunction with that, just to have, you know, some, some events going on outside for people who still don't want to venture inside um, and then get the community involved. So we, we originally had planned one for November, uh, mm. but that was like maybe two, three weeks before the event, um, we became orange zone. zone. Yeah. So mm. uh, seed and stone and us decided to just not risk it and we canceled it. So uh, we still want to do outdoor events. Uh, cool. Yeah, it looks like you have kind of a patio there with some space. Yeah, yeah we have, we have a patio and, and the landlord has been really um, supportive of, you know, clearing part of that lot to, to be able to um, have vendors set up in like their booths and stuff and still be, be very spaced out, you know, like six feet, 10 feet. Um, right. So we had we had everything planned out for November. So um, come May or the warmer months, like we'll still follow that um, same layout. So awesome. We look forward to that. I mean, that's great for Rochester. I mean, uh, first Fridays are that's like a thing for Rochester. Yeah, you know, yeah. my parents uh, growing up, I, they would go all the time, um, and I would go just because you know they were excited about it. So it's it's a great thing just for art and all those businesses and the hunger for Yeah. So I mean, one cool. of our first, like when we first started dating, I remember walking through the Hungerford um, for a first Friday. And I distinctly remember walking through Cat Clay studio actually. Um, and she was doing like a fundraiser for cat rescues. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a huge thing to not be able to do that. It's tough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, soon soon yeah. enough, yep. we're all we're all getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. We'll be back there. <laughs> <laughs> we're all like we're all about halfway through. So yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> One more. Speaking of Cat Clay, you sell you sell some of her stuff and add a happy gut. Yeah. This this is a Cat Clay. It's not one that you can find anymore. It's very rare. I have a cat clay mug somewhere. I just don't know where. (laughs) But Uh, yeah, you you definitely you have like a couple of different artists that you. Yeah. So initially, when we when we had planned the space out, um, I had uh, gotten a few local artists to make the uh, bar, the teaware, the tea coffeeware for Mm -hmm. for us. So this was before, you know, we were takeout only. So I had um, Malia MTC Pottery do um, these really cute cat mugs for us for like um, lattes and teas and coffees. And then Cat Sabra from Cat Clay, um, she made espresso um, espresso sets and like these beautiful. A little bit of coffee stain, but. Nice. Um, and it was, we were we were gearing up to open um, we were trying to open for Halloween so like all yeah. of her mugs are right. like Halloween themed yeah. but we didn't like it didn't happen um, but we both love Halloween we're both October babies so it's Halloween year round oh uh, when's your birthday October 6th 24th oh 22nd yeah. uh, <laughs> nice December 3rd <laughs> oh you're, you're <laughs> close enough. you're close Chris yeah I was born on Labor Day. I was born for the pun. So there's that. Labor Day weekend every time. You love working, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. No, it's a cool space. And yeah, Chris was mentioning, you know, you feature artists uh, in there. Um, Is that like a rotating thing that you do? So this is is pretty new to me, Um, like managing that like the, the the art shows and stuff. Um, I actually went to school for art. So like, I know a little bit, just like 
visual things, but but setting up like a show like that is is new to me. So we're we're figuring it out. Um, but I would love to to always have um, to always feature local artists in the space. Um, I think it's only fitting that me having been in art my whole life and gone to school for art and now in a building featuring artists to, to have a space for that. That's important. Yeah. So yeah. Circle of life. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like coming home. It feels it feels really good. Like cool. Park Ave Park Ave was our our first step. A good launching point. Yeah. The location where we're at was like the start of scratch and ugly duck too. Yeah, all the good vibes. Awesome. Uh, Chris, do you have any terrible ideas? Oh, for half a cut. Do I ever? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So you you have that open space. Like when you get in there, it's really nice and pristine. Uh, I love the plants that you have hanging, which is gorgeous. Uh, You. You were talking about like getting some tables in there, like just, you know, when, you know, when we're finally opening up for like, you know, indoor service and everything. But like, what if instead of tables, you just let loose a bunch of bobcats (laughs) that people can pet? Like, I think that would be a better idea than that. Or, (laughs) nah. You make them pay per pet. It'll be like a cat cafe, except the cats are uh, wild animals. You know, <laughs> that could be a thing. This truly uh, is a terrible uh, idea. <laughs> we're gonna keep. We're gonna keep the things in claws, right? Uh, you could also you could also sell uh, kebabs. I don't know what the food licensing thing is, but like maybe just kebabs. Maybe you can have the cat, the bobcats serve the kebabs, like you like give them a little bib on the fingers, you know, right? Like, like, kind of. Really, put a tray on them. They just walk around and serve like little kebabs. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I also think <laughs> they have to agree to it. I don't know. <laughs> just that might just, be difficult. It's gotta be real quick when you grab for the kebab. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, that's part of it. They can sign a disclaimer at the at the at the front. It's fine. <laughs> Also, since you got all that open space, uh, I'm I'm always for a breakdance party. Just just good. So, so Rob's best friend actually has christened both of our spaces with a little uh, freestyle. Uh, yeah. Well, so well, <laughs> <laughs> so if you go to our Instagram, um. I think there's a story, I think uh, the highlight is called Home Base or something. So mm. this is like maybe a week before we open our Park Ave space. And um, so, you know, th- that 113 Park Ave has that mirror wall. Yeah. Uh, so we were just getting settled in. He came in to hang out and I put the music on and he just kind of had a had a whole just session of, uh, you know, he went, he went nuts and then... Um, Actually, just recently, he came into our new space and he knew that we had a really nice sound system. So he was just talking music. We put some music on and he just we went for it. And I'm just like, this this needs to be a, a tradition now. Well, I guess I guess you got to do it now. Like, this is better than the Bobcats idea. I like this idea. I'm, <laughs> I'm down with it. That's not a terrible idea. <laughs> 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 yes. Dance battles at Heavy Gut. It's dance. going down. You could yeah. have you could yeah. have a dance battle with Seed and Stone. They're right there, and you got that open area right there. We just throw some cardboard on that cardboard, concrete. tape it down. We're good. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. Um, this is gonna happen, Chris. Any any other ones? <laughs> That's uh, those are the two main ones I had. Um, okay. I mean, more you just just. Think think about the bobcats. Like <laughs> reconsider. <laughs> I can have like people dressed up as bobcats. Does that count? We can do that. Gracie would Gracie would be a little upset. That's <laughs> fine. She's real upset right now. She's like, you guys are you guys are breaking the pattern of hanging out on the couch. Oh uh-huh, really? <laughs> Monday night hang. Yeah. <laughs> get on the camera. 
Let's see. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Wait, the, you the camera's over here, oh, though. Oh, there. Yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> what a yeah. You, Gracie's, uh, she's a, a stamp on some of your cups, right? Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, funny story about that. Uh, so I post Gracie pretty regularly. She, she's, she's a big part of our little family. And um, Allison Wise, um, here, here to pet dogs. Um, I recently met her at the Mata. And so we got to talking and um, we became friends on social media and she just kept on saying Gracie and she just, without even telling me, decided to do a little portrait of her. And I remember just scrolling through Instagram at midnight one night and I saw it and I just like welled up. Like, uh, it was so good. That's um, cool. Yeah. And then <laughs> I was looking for a nice stamp for our cups too. So I was like, this would be perfect for a stamp. So yeah, awesome. Gracie's, Gracie's now on our cups. And to have artist friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I oh, was yeah. Um, really grateful for that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, where where can uh, people find you on uh, like social media and your website? Um, so Instagram, I try to post pretty regularly. Um, it's happygut.sanctuary. Um, and then we also have a Facebook. Uh, should just be happygutsanctuary.com. And then, and then our website is happygutsanctuary.com. All right. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. No, easy to find for sure. I'll post everything um, afterwards and you guys can find them. Um, what do you, you have regular hours over there? Um, so we just took a break and we came back with new spring hours. Uh, so we're open Thursday, Fridays, 11 to 6, and then Saturdays, 8 to 3. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's Great. just still Rob and I right now. So now that we're fully settled in, we have wholesale back up and running. We need to split our time between wholesale production and the bar. So So you you mostly do that during the week then? Your uh, wholesale production? Okay. Cool. It it still it takes a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we see we see the lab in the back like just <laughs> all those bats that's right well it's awesome um it was great visiting you guys thank you uh Mm -hmm. for spending some time with us and uh sharing your uh fermented teas and all your your secret ones that aren't out yet yes (laughs) you like it i'm gonna need more of this i got plenty (laughs) this dude's he's sticking a straw in that that's good it's done it's over it's It's awesome Thank you guys so much. Um, we wish you the best and go, go visit them, um, you know, before, but definitely first Friday. That's exciting. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely stop by and see you guys. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's trying to click the off button. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but regardless, we appreciate you. Uh, yeah we'll edit that part out (laughs) 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 they were saying something but uh, usually it was on the right and then i couldn't find it and so i had to uh find it (laughs) yeah it happens happens. (laughs) we've only been doing this 33 episodes so (laughs) you know (laughs) it's live so that's that's what happens when it's live yeah, <laughs> like, where's that button? Um, <laughs> no, this it's great. Um, Happy Gut Sanctuary, go visit them. They're wonderful people, and uh, they got a great product over there. You should check them out. Um, don't be yeah, scared. I like that, the Hungerford is coming up with uh, with you know edible stuff. <laughs> like this, see, like I said, Seed and Stones right there. Eat me ice cream. Who we visited is That's in the Hungerford. Right now uh happy gut that's right three businesses over there i don't know who else there any other food over there i think there is i just i'm gonna i'm gonna look it up yeah we should get the entire food ring lots of artists definitely um really cool space over there um what do we got coming up chris next Uh, week 
next week is is next week berries that's right yeah saint patrick's day is coming (laughs) you know every uh every puerto rican every puerto rican and black guy's favorite holiday is coming (laughs) (laughs) saint patrick's day um when we're all irish right um (laughs) No, we're really excited. Uh, Barry's Irish Pub. They're located in the village of Webster. Great mm-hmm. little pub there. Um, actually got voted uh, one of the 20 best Irish pubs in the country. Um, it's all right, right out there. It's close. Um, and uh, I've known them, Danny, for a long time. Uh, they're great people. So we're going to go yeah. visit them this week. Um, you know, eat some corned beef maybe i don't know whatever they have i'm gonna eat drink some guinness yeah do some do a shot of jmo i gotta drive one shot I'll do one do shot. one shot yeah that's webster <laughs> like, come on that's fu- that's too far yeah <laughs> we both live in the city that's right plus the cops out there um anyways uh <laughs> that's right <laughs> But um, yeah, that's exciting. I'm, I'm, yeah, that's for, for real. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited to have them on. They're, they're a lot of fun. We'll do, we'll do some drinking on that episode. Yes. Um, so get some Guinness at home. Drink along with us. Uh, we'll sing some songs, Danny Boy mm-hmm. or something. Um, yeah. I just got a confirmation. Um, this coming Sunday, uh, we're gonna be our news, the channel eight. We um. Mm-hmm recorded an interview for uh it's called be inspired and uh julio science is uh he put this together it's basically for entrepreneurs in the area and people that are like doing things for the community and so uh chris and i are going to be on there um just talking about comedy and the show and you know everything in between how we do yep so um, check that out. That's going to be Sunday morning. He said at 830. So if you guys are up at 830, if you're not, we'll we'll, we'll repost it. There'll yeah. be uh, there'll be some clips of that for sure. We'll check that out. Um, anything else, Chris? I think that's all I got. Um, you know, support your local business as always. That's right. And, uh, yeah, we're. I'm excited. I'm excited for uh, springtime because things are going to warm up. We're probably going to be out a little bit more. I'm looking forward to it. I've been talking to a couple of places. I got to discuss with Dario <laughs> before we book. But yeah, okay. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. I'm 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 ready to get outside and oh, eat man. some stuff yeah. outside instead of inside. I want to eat outside. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. You have a great week. I'll see you soon. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Peace.